Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fry Dates with the Wife. Kimberly, say hello. Hello. Today, we are going to talk about your body. Okay. Well, really, we're going to talk about your body. So look, there were three stages that I went through with my body. Okay. I am a almost 52-year-old uh, Mel. <laughs> okay, good, good good clarification on that one. <laughs> and I have been through a lot of things. So the three stages that we're going to talk about today is number one, when I was 40 pounds heavier. And you were like 39. Number two, we're going to talk about when I swung the pendulum and became the ab guy. And number three, we're going to talk about where I am now, which is the 80-20 of having more balance in my life. All right. So let's let's go into the 40-pound heavier guy. Kim, who was that guy? You were like 38, 39. And you know, our lifestyle at the time was we were living it up and we basically started cheat day on Thursday. <laughs> oh yeah, my, my my face was living it up. I could show, I could show you a, a satellite dish for a face. But you were always you working could you out. could have rested two martinis on my cheeks. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, I think I have that photo. Uh-huh. Um, we were you were always working out. So I feel like when you were like eighteen. Okay, when you were 18 years old, you were probably eating a ton. You're Italian, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're eating Don't a ton. Don't let the Murgatroyd fool you. My mother's maiden name is DeVito. Yeah, you were eating a ton of food when you were 18, right? Mm-hmm. And you were in the gym throwing weights around like an 18-year-old. Yep. And I'm pretty sure you just continued doing that like most men do. Like they don't change that workout from like their high school gym teacher. Always in the gym, not super stressed about diet. And by the way, we were those people that... I mean, I'm an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. Like, it wasn't like we were eating bad. We fall in that category, okay? The we don't eat bad, except for the fact that he was 40 pounds heavier. So, uh, one day I decided to get my fitness competition legs back and entered a fitness competition. And here's where I swung the pendulum, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. In the back of my head, I was like, he's going to go down there and he's going to see the guys that are in this competition. For those of you that are, you know, north of 35 years old, you start comparing yourself. I, I did anyway, back then to other guys, you know, hence the term dad bod um, that are like, you know, 35 years old and you go, I'm not that bad. Okay. But this was one of those times where I was that bad and I was in the room with guys that frankly were, you know, that's around the same age, some people older than me actually. And I was like, whoa, hang on a second. What are these guys doing? And just in his way that he does everything, he's like, I need to deconstruct what they're doing. And I did. And I want to do it because if you don't know anything about this man, he is zero or a million. He's either eating cupcakes or he's the ab guy. He figured out, you know, what he needed to do, which was basically like look like he was prepping for a show. 
And I did. I mean, I, you know, I did. I, um, swung the pendulum. I I was just walking around with a gallon water jug. I was eating cold chicken. I was eating broccoli. I was a, I was a bitchy, you know what? Um, I was hating life. I had great freaking abs though. Yeah. But but I was food prepping everything. So it was like four hours a day on a Sunday, plus multiple hours during the week, putting it together. He wouldn't use any like supplements or anything. So he was like the whole food only guy because he's also a very natural minded guy. So a little conflict in there for him. I didn't feel good. I had I had no energy. I was depleted. That's the word. I was depleted. I was exhausted. I all I wanted to do was just, you know, go to bed at the end of the night so I can wake up and do it again. And I was like, this this is no way to live. So then we had a baby. Yes, we had a baby. And the wife that was once prepping four hours a day on a Sunday now had a baby. (laughs) And I wasn't food prepping. And one night, Rob sat me down at the table and he was about 10 or 15 pounds heavier than his, you know, ab man. I brought brought my attorneys. We sat you down. (laughs) Basically. We had had a food intervention. We had an intervention. Kim, Kim, we need to talk. Yes, he did. I'm not even kidding. He was like, I need to talk to you. And he said, I've gained like 15 pounds since you had the baby. So this was not like, you know, eating along with me weight. And he said, are you ever going to prep my food again? Because right now I'm kind of, he felt like he was left to the wolves, you know? And I told him he had two options. I said, right now, my focus is on this child. You can either learn to cook or you can make a shake. And there's plenty of them in the cabinet. And he looked at me and said, I'll make a shake. Where's the blender? Okay, so then we have the baby and then I'm like, all right, so I got to do something else. So now this brings us to the third stage, which is the stage where I went, okay, which is the stage I'm in right now. I need the 80-20 on this. I need to understand, I can't be the fat guy, you know, 40 pounds heavier in the gym pushing weights. I can't be the guy walking around with the water, you know, the gallon water jug and the cold chicken. I, I just, I need a balance to be able to do the two. And frankly, now I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm-, I'm Pushing. 50. Pushing, <laughs> pushing 52. And um, I just want to feel good. You introduced me to something that um, I hadn't done before and I was open to it because you hadn't steered me wrong yet. I think the concept, and you can fill in the color here because I'm this is not my area, but the concept that you taught me was two shakes, two snacks, one to two meals. So that was sort of easy for me. So guys who are, uh, guys or girls listening to this and you know, you want to be able to sort of, you know, put this into a system. Um, I use uh, Shaleen's 30-day planner and I like it for a multitude of reasons, which um, I'll go into on another episode. But one of the uh, one of the pages in that planner is a, uh, a page for nutrition. So there were like, you know, there's six boxes there. If you want to eat up to six meals, you can write in what your meals were. So you know, the framework I had was, okay, I need two shakes, two snacks, one to two meals. So in the morning, two shakes, okay, that's not so bad. Two snacks, that's not so bad. One to two meals, okay, what do we need to do there? So Kim, maybe you can kind of talk to that strategy. Yeah, so that that strategy is something that now I use into um, the business I've actually created with this. And it has really helped a lot of people, one, make eating healthy easy, as well as fill in the gaps nutritionally that people are missing. So, you know, yes, he does two shakes, two snacks and a meal, but it's not just any shake. You know, we're doing full meal replacement shakes. We're not doing this protein only 90 calorie, you know, thing. We're also not doing things that have artificial sugars and that crap in it that just 
explodes you and destroys your your gut. So again, he's very naturally minded as am I. So we have a super high quality undenatured protein shake that he does uh, twice a day. Um, he also takes vitamins to fill in the gap. So he was always anti-vitamin. He's like, I'll get all my vitamins in food and you know, blah, blah, blah. Except the fact that our soils are over farmed. We don't have the nutrients and the minerals in our food that we used to. And um, it just really, our food sources suck, which explains why even though he was eating tons and tons and tons of whole natural food with lots of colors, he felt like shit because he wasn't getting what he needed. So the vitamins fill the gap between the the food that you're supposed to be getting, the nutrients you're supposed to be getting from your food and what you're actually getting. And so when he started, I remember this, I remember it so well. When I told him make a shake, he reluctantly did because he's like, well, whatever, I'm just going to do this until you get back, you know, to prepping some food. And so he started making a shake, two shakes, and then started taking vitamins. And then I have a whole line of stuff that I use. He started, I see him starting to like, you know, steal my shit basically. And after a week or two, he turned to me and he went, what is in this? I need to look at the labels. This is not legal. And he felt so good. He couldn't believe it. Right? I was I was absolutely convinced. I truly was. This was, I don't know what the, you know, there's always the latest, you know, like ephedrine or something that's on the market and then all of a sudden it pops off the market. I was like, there's something the in FDA this. swoops in. Yeah, there's something, like I feel too good. There's something in this. So I really, that's a true story. I really did try and look into, like I thought there was, I thought it was illegal. Yeah. Um, but I felt so freaking good. And now here's the thing, feeling that good at 50 or late 40s or whatever it was when I started that to- You, you know, were, you were almost 50, yeah. I mean, God, that is so, like I felt better than I did at, I still do. I feel better than I did at 30. So- That's you know, the power of putting, that's the power of fueling your body. And that's the thing like in my business, I talk about all the time, like you have to fuel your body. People try to cut out things to lose weight and it doesn't work. And, and if it does work, you can lose weight a lot of ways, guys. I mean, I don't care if I have one more person tell me that this diet or that diet, but somebody lost 25 pounds, great. You can lose weight in anorexia too. You can lose weight throwing up your food. You can lose weight in so many different ways. You That doesn't mean it's healthy. That doesn't mean that your body is good. That doesn't mean you feel better. So to fuel your body in a way that it needs to be fueled is going to give you the result of feeling amazing. And then we added a um, 24 to 48 hour fast a couple of times a month. That's nutritionally supported. It's not like we're just starving. Um, we'll talk about that on another day. I guess at the end of the day here, the 80-20, you are able to take some great pieces from swinging the pendulum. Great pieces and learning that hit workouts, um, will help you reduce fat faster. Like you learned tips and strategies like that. That water really is a massive key in losing weight and feeling good. You learned um, how to shorten your workouts because he used to spend two to three hours in the gym and a lot of it was distracted. So now going in intentionally, turning your phone on airplane mode or taking classes, like taking boot camp classes that implement hit workout style I tell you what you're making me think of. You're making me think that there is a big difference with training with um, intention yeah. and training with intensity. Mm-hmm. Both of those things were different. You know, part of this 80-20 for me was to force myself and put some constraints 
to do things like um, like hit classes, like boot camps, like spin classes, etc., that don't allow me to have my phone and you're in a group setting of people that have set an intention. Yeah, so to wrap the 80-20 up, right? So now it's like classes, working out intentionally if you're in the gym and if you're in a class, it's even better because you can't have your phone. Um, getting the water in, you know, aiming for that gallon and intentionally drinking a gallon without walking around with a plastic gallon jug in your hand at all times. Um, is there any other tip that you would have, Rob? I think the framework that I've mentioned a couple of times, two shakes, two snacks, one to two meals is important. Um, three quarters of a gallon to a gallon of water is critical. Sleep is critical. Putting constraints in for classes to make sure that your intensity is critical. And uh, I'll leave you the last word. Taking photos. Oh, I hate that. No, you hate it, but is that works. not the thing? Because it works. you can get on the scale, and this is the thing, you can get on the scale over and over and go, I'm not losing anything. I'm not seeing any result and blah, 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 and all of that, except for the fact that if you're working out and you're dieting, like there, you're going to build some muscle, you're going to lose some fat. You can't really have a good accounting. But if you take a photo either weekly or every other week and you compare them uh, with the original photo, like your before photo, you will see changes over time that are consistent and that are amazing. And you want, and so even though it's the thing that sucks the most is taking your shirt off and taking a photo, it is the thing that will keep you motivated and show the biggest results. Yeah, highly leverageable action. Okay, so if you uh, if you want to learn more about this, my wife is gracious enough to help. So reach out to me. Uh, just go to the uh, workhardplayhardpodcast.com site, shoot <laughs> me an email, and uh, I will forward it to my wife. That's it for this week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 